I'm turned off by pizza for a minute now. Really? I don't think I'm able to look at pizza the same way. <laughs> it was that bad? It was really uncomfortable. Really? Yeah, I was excited, and then it was like a kick in the nads. It was like, oh, you thought you were going to have good pizza. Well... This is the Backyards Convos, and uh, we're officially co-hosts. That's right. I'm Khadija. And I'm Shondor. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Khadija. And, and I'm Shondor. And this is Shondor. Um, but I don't really have any topics for this. I don't have anything like specifically I want to talk about. I just want to kind of like just talk and see where it goes. We want to just talk, and so we're, so it's like we're first. This is our first date. Kinda. This is our first date. Just it's see a, how it goes. Yeah, I mean, you have to wine and dine me. Oh, okay. Well, I got you. Uh, you know, plastic jug margarita, so that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> and I'm actually going to heat up some uh, frozen food in a minute here, so... Oh, man, this date's already going bad. Uh, it's a pretty good first date. Oh, no, this is yeah, a bad date already. I'm sorry. Are you mad that I didn't make the frozen pizza? Oh, we have frozen pizza! Oh, we already had pizza this week. Oh. I'm, 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 disapp- I'm turned off by pizza for a minute now. Really? I don't think I'm able to look at pizza the same way. <laughs> It was that bad? It was really uncomfortable. Really? Yeah, I was excited, and then it was like a kick in the nads. It was like, oh, you thought you were going to have good pizza. Well, here, have this. And well, it was just... What was so bad about it? I'm, I don't, I'm being curious. Like, it was the pineapple. Oh, The crushed, yes. the canned, crushed pineapple. But it is, I don't even think they drained that can. Oh, my god. I think they just went, and just like dumped it on there. And it was just so disgusting, because I've never had pizza with soggy crust before. Oh. Gosh. And the pineapple juice soaked all, all the, the way, way through. through to the bottom, and it was just acidic. It tasted like a cup of orange juice or something. Um, I, I, I didn't mind this acidity part, the acidic part. The part I couldn't stand was like the sogginess. Yes, the sogginess. Like I bite into it, and then like, and then like after, my... after I bite into it, it's like it's mushing in my mouth. Yeah, and it's just like you know what I mean. Like the crust is supposed to be a little crunchy. Yes, preferably. I mean, okay, you shouldn't be like. I mean, when you try to pull a piece off, it's like, it was like, I don't know, it was like porridge or yeah. something. It was just, oh. I don't know what it is, but ever since we moved to the state, like, I really don't feel like anyone has done, like, a pineapple pizza right here. Like, I know you thought the last place that we had pizza did it pretty decently, but. Yeah, that was a good place. What was that place called? Um, I don't remember. Oh, it's it's, like, it was something stone-fired pizza or uh, something. Yeah. And they did a good job. I don't like how the pineapple was so chunky. Like it was, they gave us big chunks. Oh, the chunks were. It was like when I was eating, I was literally eating the pineapple. Like you know. Yeah, and they didn't. In this one, the chunks were too small. It was like, what was it? Crushed pineapple. Yeah, like the chunks were too small, Mm -hmm. and it was like. It was too juicy. It was too juicy. I mean, it just overpowered everything. Yeah, honestly, I don't think I've like since I've been here. I don't feel like I've had like a place that's actually done like good like pineapple pizza. But we're, we're, we're kind of strange, because not a lot of people like pineapple on their pizza, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, A lot of people, like, and I'm, I'm now having that pizza kind of makes me, like, understand why some people don't like it. Oh, uh, yeah. I I've, mean... I've never had a, had a pineapple pizza that made me feel like, oh, no, I shouldn't have pineapple on pizza. This was the first pizza that made me feel like, oh, wait, I don't, I don't think we should it, have pineapple. It almost felt spiteful, didn't it? Like, <laughs> yes. they were like, you want pineapple? pineapple well, let me show you a go. lesson. Uh, I, don't right? th- I don't think I can do pineapple pizza for a minute. Oh my gosh, me too. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe Domino's, because that's what I grew up on. Domino's, pepperoni, pineapple. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do what these people did. Right. Like, but, I, I don't know. Like, 
after having that pineapple pizza, it made me realize, like, I completely understand why people are so against it. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, if that's how you eat pineapple, pineapple pizza, pizza, oh, I would never eat that. Oh, that's disgusting. That's I would so never good. do that. soggy. Oh, I, no. I think they just didn't drain the pineapple they juice. They didn't. Just like, maybe we should put it next time. No, no, we're not doing that. We're yeah. not going to ever order pineapple from this place again. We might not order from this place again, but it is good. That place is pretty good, but I don't like the like I don't like the pineapple on the pizza. Yeah, it ruined it. And then it when really we tried did. to we tried to dry it out in the oven, yes. it tasted like a burnt frozen pizza. <laughs> And I was like, gosh, I don't even know if this is worse or better. Either way, I only ate it because I was hungry and there was yeah. nothing else. Oh, I felt bad. Like, that pineapple ruined the pizza. We're never going to... I mean, I think aside, if we didn't have the pineapple on, that would have been a killer pizza. I think so, too. You got the bacon, the pepperoni, mm, the, the garlic. The jalapeno. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been a good... I think it would have been... Even, now I'm even thinking, like, even just toss out the jalapenos. Like, I don't know. You're. I think you're right. Maybe, I think the garlic was enough. The garlic was enough. The garlic with the bacon and the pepperoni like, I think next time we'll do bacon sausage maybe bacon and chicken with garlic I maybe. think that's a winner bacon chicken and garlic okay that doesn't sound too bad yeah no pineapple okay well it's so funny to think that like how I used to love that I literally loved pineapple on pizza with jalapenos oh, with yeah. like, different kinds of meat chicken or whatever kind of meat or whatever like we have pepperoni now mm -hmm. because of how we order but like you know chicken and stuff like that and I think about like oh my gosh I would have grew up that. And I feel like I'm getting old. Well, I don't... Because I feel like our taste buds are changing. I just don't want soggy pizza. Me neither. I still like pineapple on pizza. I just don't want it to be the juice to soak through the crust. I don't want the juice to soak I'm through the crust. I'm not going to do that. Me neither. I don't buy Like, I really... Honestly, ever since we've been here, I've... We, we live... It doesn't matter where we live. It doesn't matter. But, like, ever since we've lived here, I feel like... No one has ever done pineapple people pineapple pineapple pizza. Blah, blah, blah. Tongue twister, right? Yeah. No, I, I in just, my opinion, that's just my opinion. I don't think it's as big here. Mm. Like back home, pineapple on pizza was kind of the norm. Not yeah. the norm, it was still shunned on the internet, but it like, wasn't like, I mean, you go to a pizza place like Bavaro's, right? Or yeah. someplace like that. Yeah. And you go, and I get a pineapple on that. They're like, we don't do that here. Like oh. we don't have pineapple. Is that Bavaro here? Yeah, on oh, Central. Okay. Oh. And remember we went to that one place where we walked out and got the pizza? And, and they were like, it was seasonal. Like, no, no, we don't have pineapple. It's <laughs> seasonal and you can stand in the corner. So that should have probably got us a, mm. we should have probably picked up the hints, the context clues. That like people don't do pineapple here. I don't think so. Well, I wouldn't do pineapple if that's how they kept doing it. Gosh, yeah, and I think you know. <laughs> I would be like, no, I'm okay. Yeah, we're never gonna. We'll order from that place again. But we'll try something different. We're not doing pineapple. We're not doing pineapple again. That was just not from this place, at least. Yes, yeah, so that. The long story short, that's why I didn't heat up the frozen pizza because I just, I, I got, I got to take a little bit of time to, you know, recover. <laughs> Get my head on straight. I just don't look at pizza the same way. It's not like you're grieving. It sounds like you lost something or it's lost someone. I gotta take the time to just let me reevaluate and clear my head. You know, I just can't. I, I can't rush into another pizza just yet. <laughs> it sounds like you just, like you just like, got out of a relationship and you got been heartbroken or something. I had the whole large pizza. I ate the whole thing, and I was not ready for another pizza. <laughs> it really sounds like you. Like you've been like heartbroken or something like that. Yeah. That That's is. funny. I'm not ready for. I'm really not ready for like another pizza. Well, I was actually. I don't mind pizza. I could eat another pizza, but I'm also getting. 
I'm kind of pizza out for a minute. You my know? whole thing. Well, you're pizza out. My whole thing is I'm concerned about my weight. So well, it is a like a loaf of bread, you know. I don't know. Like ever since moving here, like every time I keep comparing back to our past. You're like, just, I want to go home. No, I don't want to go home. Mommy. But like, it's the thought of like not having any type of mountains here is like the kind mountains. Of, yeah. Like I feel like I've gained more weight than I've ever gone. But we used to go hiking a lot. And now it's like let's go hiking, and it's a it's a flat path. Yeah. And like this isn't a hike. Right. Where's the accomplishment? And then when I actually try to make the effort to like work out, our building, like their gym, is only open from nine to five. So is that the thing you like the least about this complex? I would probably say the thing I hate. Yeah. Yeah. I hate how I, they lied about like having the gym open from like a certain time, a certain time that was like reasonable. Like I think it was like twelve or something, twelve o'clock midnight. Five, or, five to twelve. Five, five to twelve. Midnight, yeah. Five to midnight. Yeah, was what they said. That's what they advertised. And it has has not been confirmed. Well, they also said we would have a, a washing machine <laughs> that worked, you know. That was another thing, like, you know. That was that was a thing for you. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's still kind of, I mean, I'm kind of getting over it, you know, but yeah. every time I walk past, I'm just like, ugh. And I have to walk past it, like, five or six times a day. Man, you were really, really excited about that. Well, once we got the car for next door, I think it kind of, it, it turned out to be okay. Oh. You know, I had to use like the peasant machine, which is fine, <laughs> but at least I can come back here, watch an episode of whatever, and then go and do my laundry. It's a lot more convenient. I am happy for that, Yeah. but man, they, you know. You were like, you were so excited about, like that was one of the biggest things when we were at the old farm, you were like, can you believe we're going to have a washer inside the apartment? In the apartment, yeah. You're like, can we believe we're going to have a washer inside the apartment? We don't have to go to the laundry mat anymore. Yeah, yeah. You were so, like... I, I was looking... Because that really just... On Sundays, that would take up our entire morning. Yeah. I would get up, and I wouldn't be relaxed. Because I'm like, okay, we got to go do laundry. Yeah. And I was in this go mode, and you're like, oh, I don't like this. And then we would do that, and at that point, probably by the time we finished laundry, yeah. we would start to be kind of in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, every time we do laundry, because I'm like up and like, let's get it done, let's get it done. You're just like, I'm trying to relax. Oh, so, yeah. And then when we got to Publix, that's usually when we're like, okay, we're not talking for the rest of this day. <laughs> <laughs> so I think having the laundry machine in the facility, even you know on site, has helped our relationship. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like that was something you were really hyped about. But then, like, also it's nice that there, is, like, the laundry room is not that far from us. One door down, it's and there's me. tons of them around here. Yeah. So in, and like so far, so far since I've been, I haven't had any. Well, I've had like maybe one inconvenience where someone's using the washing mm -hmm. machine. But other than that, it was like quick. It was swift. Yeah, and that's where it's nice to just set a timer, and then as soon as it's done, just move it along. You know. Yeah. Like on Tuesdays tomorrow, I'm right, gonna probably do about three loads of laundry, mm -hmm. and it takes you know the whole afternoon. Mm -hmm. But it's not like I'm sitting in the car waiting. waiting. Like, oh, okay, is it no, not yet. You can't go home yet. You yeah. know, that's. So I'm happy with that. I mean, I think because we have that laundry machine working. And because we kind of have like a rhythm on how to get the money on the card and all this other stuff, I don't think that the laundry machine in the apartment's my least favorite part. Really? What's your least favorite part? The door. Which door? The door. The front door. Really? Why is it? That door is flimsy as hell. This one? Yeah. I'm so confused. It's really flimsy, baby. Really? It's Explain. Like, okay, so I have this fear that like I'm gonna go out and like you know have a drink and then I'm gonna come home and forget I locked the door. 
and then try to open it too hard and it's gonna fall off its hinges. That door is flimsy. That's like a. It opens without having to like. No, no. I mean, I, I'm afraid I'm gonna break it down without trying. That door is flimsy. I don't. I think the opposite. I don't. I never had. I open the door and I pull it. And it's not that bad. Are you, what are you comparing it to? Just any other door. Like even that our our bedroom door. Well, no. These doors are both are really flimsy. But I mean, like the door at your house, right? Your front door uh-huh. at your house. Oh, my parents' house? Yeah, it feels sturdy. Go and open the door. Oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go. You must understand me. to go check out the door. Well, no, you feel that it's hollow. Right. It's a hollow-ass door. My, it, it, to me, I didn't ever thought about it. Do well, you... I have to think about this stuff. Like, what if someone tries to break in mm-hmm. and all they have to do is just push the door a little harder than it would be to open it? Okay, but like... Or like, like you know, just, hell, you could punch through that door. Probably. Well, for me, like, it was not even about it being like... It wasn't even about it being like shallow or hollow or whatever mm-hmm. you're saying. It was about kind of the way how it wedges in between the the frame. Like I feel like Yeah, it, there is a bit of a gap around there, isn't there? My assumption my when I open the door, it feels like it's not like completely in the frame. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like it's already like well, and it really isn't because when you look at it from the outside, it's like like you know what I mean? It's like damn near floating. Like, well, okay, sorry, I'm not making myself clear. So, instead of being, it's, uh, I guess I'd have to explain it. So, instead of being complete, like, here's the frame on the outside, mm-hmm. like, right here, it fills up, instead of filling up the entire frame, it's, like, this part of the frame. Oh, okay, so it's, oh, I got you. You're yeah. right, you're right. It, it's not, it doesn't fill, it doesn't, like, like, the frame of the door and the door, it doesn't line up, like, in line. It's not flush no it's not flush it's yeah. not in line it's like uh parallel like it's a little yeah. bit it's a little bit like like no i can understand yeah that. it's not that's how i feel when i open the door yeah so that's that's the least that's what i like least about this apartment complex is the door really i don't like that door okay i didn't know you had this i didn't know you had i didn't know you didn't like the door i'm just this is a new shock to me i knew about i am the, being a little bit dramatic no i know you're but, not but i mean i knew about the washing machine i just didn't know about the door i didn't know the door was a really thing no it's just comedic mm. i'm not really that upset about the door but i remember the first time i walked in i was like damn that's a flimsy ass door really yeah you must have been compared to our last apartment then. Well, like any house that I've been to, like, you know, you remember my, my parents' place, the front oh. door and the main, that's a solid door. That's a gate. See, but you also have to remember, like, your parents' place was built, like... By a carpenter. Yeah. Right. My grandpa wanted quality. He would be like, door is hollow. We will not have door. <laughs> you know, like... I love grandpa. Yeah. He was good. Um... But, uh, no, I, I never thought about doors as much. Well, you got to think about it from I a security about, point of view. I think you think about doors a lot more because, yeah, you're comparing it to your parents' place. Yeah. And those doors, like like the one to the garage to, like, your bedroom mm-hmm. or whatever, that was a sturdy That's door. That's a solid door. Like, you had to yank it a little bit. And the door leading into the warehouse where I lived. That's what That's I meant. That's a sorry. solid door. I mean, all the doors are solid. We don't have hollow doors. No. We don't, we don't play those games. No. 
and neither does your family. Your family has solid doors. They have they have pretty sturdy doors. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they not they, they definitely lock. Yeah, yeah, they definitely lock for sure. Um, but I think that's just how they built them here. I think it's just because they're cheap here. I, I, you know, I mean, look, I mean, <laughs> I like the apartment, I really do, but yeah. they're like, hey, we can save a dollar ninety nine for this door. And oh, it's gonna 100%. be hollow. You know? Yeah. I mean, everything, I love everything about it for the most part, you know, yeah. but a hollow door is a hollow door. It's a hollow door. And then I think you're the door specialist because you grew up with good quality doors, you know what I mean? So I think, I'm a specialist because I didn't have hollow doors. Well, because I think me, I didn't never thought about the doors. I never thought yeah. about the, I never, I mean, I always knew that your door to like, in your parents' place with the, the warehouse and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I knew that was a sturdy door, a but I never door. thought about it like into like because you only grew up with those types of doors, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like you know what good quality door is. For me, like we grew up with doors that were, were hollow, but I never like really really thought about like you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess we, if you look at it from like a security point of view, mm -hmm. if you got a door that you feel like you can just push in, even when it's locked, you're like, ah, eh, it's not the best, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. Like and if, also, uh, this door is only a, it's a one, it's a one... One lock door. One lock door. Yeah, we have like those hotel door features. Yeah. Which I think we might start using, at least the top one with the little latch thing. Mm -hmm. And that might be a good idea. One thing I do notice is, I don't actually, maybe I shouldn't say this out loud, but mm -hmm. like sometimes we don't... We forgot that lot one time, but <laughs> yeah. then I reminded you last night and yeah. you're like, oh, that's right. Yeah. But usually we're pretty good about that. Yeah. But I mean, given how hollow the door is, I don't think the lock is gonna do a whole lot of good for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, I mean everything else. Like you know, I like I really do like about this apartment. Like my favorite part of the apartment is the space. Yes. And how we can host our friends here. Yeah, I like the fact that there is like room. It's really nice. It's super roomy. Like the distance from here to like just here is mm -hmm. like it's nice you know what I mean when I find myself if I leave something in the bedroom I'm like oh gosh I have to walk all the way into the bedroom <laughs> you know oh here yeah oh yeah at the other apartment it's like if you forget something in the bedroom it's like one big step from the kitchen <laughs> yeah one big yeah, exactly it was not like it wasn't super spaced out you no know? no there was no way we can fit like people in here yeah and there you know exactly um, so what's your favorite part of the apartment? Um, I think I want to be copycat and be like, yeah, the space. Okay, you can take space. Or you know what? I'll take the bathroom. Okay. I like that the bathroom separated from the bedroom. Oh, it's really nice. I feel so much more comfortable that yeah. way. I don't know what it is. It's like the, it's just the idea, like the last apartment, obviously it was very like the bed, the bathroom was inside of the apartment, inside of the bedroom. Yeah. And was like not a problem, like you know. But, but the like, door didn't close. The door didn't close. That was the biggest issue. Yeah, that was weird. It was like the if the door closed and it was inside the bathroom, inside the bedroom, it was like not a big deal. But because it didn't close and it was like inside the bedroom, it was kind of like a thing. You I didn't. would have to wait for you to go into the living room before I could have my morning bowel movements. Yeah, and I didn't care. No, I did because it's really it's kind of embarrassing. The door is cracked open, and I'm sitting there, and there's activities going on. Yeah. And you're sitting in the bed four feet away. Yeah. You know, like that's not great. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I don't care. But, like, I do will say that I enjoy, like, how much space the bathroom is. You know what I mean? You got the cabinet underneath and everything. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, just even the little things that you would... would <laughs> it's funny that we're, like, thinking about how, like, the little things that are just normal part of, like, apartment stuff is, like, the things that we're, like, oh, my gosh, that's so amazing. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just funny. No, but I think we've got a winning apartment here. And I think it's spacious enough to have people over and yeah. have a good time. I mean, there's plenty of room to sit, mm-hmm. and it's a good hosting apartment, you know? Exactly. Like, and, like, right now we're doing this whole podcast situation, and we have, <laughs> it's funny to say, but we, I went overboard with the podcast stuff, by the way, but we have stuff set up, and, like, we have room to do the oh, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah before mean? it was, like, you'd, we'd have the coffee table, and that would be our dining table, our podcast table, our working on the computer Food table. table. And then we had that little table thing that we used to hold up our TV now, which I think is a good fit there. I think it's fine, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but, but that used to, I mean, it's just, it's a heck of an upgrade, you know? Yeah. So we complain, I complain a lot about the door, but most of that's just, you know, trying to make jokes. Yeah. But I think it's a pretty good spot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I never thought about the door. I knew about the washing machine wasn't your favorite thing, but I didn't know the door was a huge thing. For you. It's not a huge thing. I just noticed that when I first walked in, I was like, oh, this door is flimsy. Like, if I was, like, going to break into, the, like, any apartment in this complex, one kick, that's all it would take. That's funny. You know? Yeah. Um, how do you feel turning older? Getting old? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of a gradual thing, you know? It kind of just creeps up on you. Mm-hmm. And every year, you kind of notice it a little bit more, but also it's just more, it's just the norm, you yeah. know? Like, you know, being tired and having achy knees. It's like, okay, I I had that when I was 28, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the year didn't change, yeah. It's kind of like when you're driving your car, the brakes are wearing out. It's mm-hmm. gradual, you yeah. know? And then at some point, you're like, hey, this isn't quite right. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, the thing about getting older, like, especially, like, even if you look young, like, people expect you to be your age. You know what well, I mean? As they and should. And that, that, as they should, yeah, definitely. And also, like, I don't know where I'm going with this. None of this is going to make any sense. But I think I'm just talking about getting older just in general. Well, you get a lot less leniency as you get older. Yes. When you're, like, a 22-year-old and you act like an idiot, everyone's like, well, yeah, he's 22. Yeah. 25, you're like, okay, you can probably be better. But when you're getting close to 30, it's like, you better have it, something figured out. I know. And you better be proficient at something. Yeah. And else, or else you're just not really taken seriously. Yeah. I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like once you hit 30, people, like, it's crazy to like think about like how in the past when people turn thirty and people turn thirty now. Like in the past when you turned thirty, you were like kind of you're considered old, old. You're considered, you're considered like you've been in the earth for three decades. You're <laughs> married at least by eighteen. By before you even turned, you're like two decades into the world, and then thirty was like, oh, you're you're gonna have grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really weird because that means you'd have to be getting like getting busy at like fourteen. And then your kids would have to have kids by the time they were fourteen. Well, not you know, like that's I'm not, not, I'm not that's the, not I'm like not, good. I'm not doing the math and math. Like none of it's making sense. But what I'm saying is like when you're in your thirties, like late thirties or whatever, just in thirties in yeah. general. Like I feel like back in the days it was like 
you were super old. You had you had everything figured out at that point. You know what I mean? At that at that age, they always felt like that's what they felt like. You know. And Maybe. I feel like now, I feel thirties like now is like we have things figured out, but I feel like the world is just a messed up place. It really is. It's I, a disaster. Like I, we can talk about this all day long. You know what I mean? Like we can go back and forth, and everyone knows the world is like a messed mm-hmm. up place. Not like just in general, like to earn money and like live comfortably. How would you even do that? I mean, at this point, like, you know, yeah, if we're comparing ourselves to, like, the grandparents' generation, you know, yeah. where, you know, you go and fight the crowds at 18, you come back at 20, you buy a house by 21, you have your first kid by 23. Mm-hmm. Like, that's their timeline, yeah, right? Exactly. And that's not really applicable to us now because things just aren't the way they were back then. No. You know? It really is not. Like, and, like, we can't, like, even if we get, like, apartments or a place or whatever, like... It's just not the same. You well, know? but that's where it's interesting because just having your own apartment is an accomplishment in and of itself. Right. <laughs> you know, like there's so many kids living with, uh, not kids, but like, you know, adults living with their parents. Because it's because too it's, hard. it's too expensive. Yes. It's ridiculous. It, and we know it, you know, we, you, well, you know specifically how expensive it is. Like you're paying for the rent, you're paying for the food, you're paying yeah. for the car. I don't want to go on a list and list because then if you do that, then you're going to like mentally think about that all the time. Well, but. that's what I was doing before you got home. I was paying bills. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I got paid on Friday. And... Or breaking even. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not that bad. No, 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 but, no, no, you know, no. But I know what you mean. Like exactly. Like it's like, like existing is not cheap. No, it's not cheap, and it's like, um, like we gotta learn like budgeting and stuff yeah. is important. And I'm actually learning how important budgeting is. I actually was starting my vision board, um, like two nights ago because mm-hmm. I've always made vision boards, but I haven't had one in a while, and I was like, I need to get back onto that. And one of the things I put on my vision board was budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's really kind of the only way that we're actually going to, like, gain wealth, you know? Well, that's just self-control. You know, like, I talk to people, like, you know, my grandma, my grandpa, when, you know, they came from Hungary in the 50s, and they had absolutely nothing. What they did was they just, they saved every penny. They didn't indulge. They didn't spend a lot of money. They, you know, they bought, they, they saved everything that they could. And they use that money to progress their future. And I think that's kind of a lost art nowadays. Oh, yeah. You know, because you grow up as a kid or, you know, in your 20s or whatever. I really love how your hair like this now. Oh, it's not that bad? It's not that bad. <laughs> Compared to how you I first... told Peter what you said about my haircut. Oh, what did he say? He was like, hey, man, nice haircut. I'm like, yeah, you know, Kadisha saw it. And the first thing she said was, did, did, did you ask them to cut it like that? <laughs> He laughed and he's like, "It looks like your hair. You don't have any hair around your ears." And I'm like, "No, they, they missed a bit there." <laughs> well, you didn't tell them how I saw you. I didn't want to embarrass myself more than I already do. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you you always do that. You always like tell a story but never tell it like all the way. Well, it's more. Well, what was I supposed to say? I came in and it looked bad, and then Kadija said like it looks bad. Like that's not a fun story. You gotta just tell parts of the story to keep people interested. You, you are know? a storyteller. Like literally, I feel like if well, you the were... funny part wasn't that my hair was bad. The funny part was your reaction to my hair. Mm. That's the real funny part. That's the only interesting part. <laughs> uh, okay. If I was like gonna tell him like a five minute build up on everything that was wrong with my hair, he would have walked away before I could even tell the funny part. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. he's not gonna listen to that. No one's gonna listen to that. You wouldn't even listen to that. <laughs> if I do a build up- I've been just... trained to listen to that stuff. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my, I appreciate the compliment. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, you know. Oh, what were we talking about before that? We were talking about the, we were talking about the finances. Finances, yes. We were talking about like how your parents, your grandparents saved money. Yeah, and you know when you're like you know growing up and you have you're living with your parents, right? Yeah. And you get a credit card. Mm-hmm. The the idea when you're a kid of a credit card is unlimited money, just right out the bat. Mm-hmm. I don't have to pay this off. <laughs> it's like no, you have to pay it off, but just not now. And that really is modern day slavery. It's it is. they get you into debt. And then every single month, they take a little more out than you originally bargained for. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, people have this idea that credit cards are going to be the magical, oh, no, no, it's fine, I'll just put it on the credit card. It's like, yeah. no, 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 I'll just be a slave for a little bit longer, you know? <laughs> and that's been the mentality that's been ingrained. Yeah. And then you throw in the uh, credit score. Oh, if you don't have a good credit score, you can't get a loan. How do you get a good credit score? You get into debt. <laughs> like, what? So it's kind of like a catch-22. And that's where people have this idea of, it's always the now, you know, oh, the credit card, right? I can buy these whatever, these this nice whatever people buy, Yeah. I don't have to pay for it now, yeah. but tomorrow that's a different issue. They don't care about that because they got the thing now. The good thing about you though is like you didn't get into credit, you didn't get a credit card until like, until I, until until, I met you. Yeah, yeah. like you, only thing you had was just a debit card. I had my bank account, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't spend any money that I didn't have. Yeah. And that's where my credit and card... And you were smart. Well, my parents did a really good job of training us. To they not, did. You know, I remember the worst thing growing up was my dad was doing his books. He was doing his finances on his Excel spreadsheets. And he goes, he comes down and he's like, you know, buddy, you're in debt $10. And I was like, <laughs> no. It was like an exit. I was like, no, I can't be in debt. No, no. And he's just like looking at me and he's like, what's wrong with this kid? And I was like, no, I can't be in debt. I can't know. That was just how they raised us, you yeah. know? Yeah. No, I feel like you were smart about everything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, my family, like my family was smart too. Don't get it wrong. Of course like, they were. They knew, like, they were like very much like don't get into debt, but yeah. they didn't like instill the way your dad did you know what I mean I was probably just an erotic little kid you know? wait but but no but also like you have to remember growing up my parents gave me allowances stuff like that oh you got an allowance I got an allowance yeah okay that explains a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean well I never got an allowance you never got an allowance never once but I didn't get an allowance until I was like in high school yeah that, my parents would especially not give me an allowance when I was in high school Okay, so what? What? How's it explained a lot? You just didn't have money unless you worked. Who you or me? me. Yeah. Like that's how it works. It wasn't like once a week. It's like payday for you as a kid. It was like no, no. Did you work this week? Yeah, I helped around the house. No, no, no. That that's not work. That's that's separate. That's your what you do to be a part of the team. You know, so you have to go out and earn your own money. A lot of times I'd be, you know, working with my dad or working for my dad. Yeah. And, you know, and that was a really good life lesson, you know, yeah. working for my grandparents. Exactly. Like, they did not believe in giving out money at all. Yeah. They're like, okay, we agreed upon this set amount of money for this activity. Here you go. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, when I was younger, I used to have to work for my money. Like, we yeah. used to have, like... Um, we used to like have to work for like when we clean stuff and mm-hmm. stuff. That's how we get money. Um, but then as we got older, like my mom would just give us like allowance for like school and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, there's a difference. You and you I mean? also had a different situation because you actually went to school. Right. I was homeschooled. Yes. And it's like, well, 
you sit at the house all day, what yeah. do you need money for? Right. I'm like, drugs and alcohol. They're like, definitely not financing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just a joke. Yeah, I know. Mama, but, uh, Papa, that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, Shandor, we know. Um, but, what was I going to say again? No, but yeah, so, and then my parents, like, when when we first got like our first thing in the letter that in the mail saying like oh we get a credit card my mom was like oh you got to be careful with credit yeah. cards she literally told me you have to be careful with credit cards because too but she never like instilled that from young age how oh, your yeah. parents instilled like being how bad debt really is when we would get a credit card in the mail they'd be like so you're gonna shred that right and we're like i guess like i didn't all i knew was that credit cards was a trap uh-huh. that's what they taught us ever since we were kids so the credit card would come in and be like, you're eligible for a $5,000 credit limit. And I looked at that just like I would look at the lottery tickets. Uh, that's how we, that's how they taught us. It's like, oh yeah, okay, so that that's a trap, you know? And that's that's exactly what it is. It really is, yeah. And how messed up is that to like go after 18-year-old kids? I know. Like 18-year-old kids are not responsible folks. Oh, of course not. And don't give them like a huge amount of money either. Yeah. You know what I mean? To like finance. Like I feel like... My parents did tell me, like, you know, they were like, oh, don't, you know, credit cards are not good. So, like, I did have in my mind that, like, I was really good at cleaning my credit card, though. At the beginning when I was working, like, I was really good at it. The only problem where the problem began was when I moved from where I was living to, like, um, Lancaster. Lancaster, yeah. Because I had to go to, like, a Bible college yeah. there. And I feel like when I moved there, that was when, like, I got to debt because I was working at the college mm-hmm. could pay for my tuition okay but that tuition money wasn't going towards my actual regular, regular expense so the only thing you had to everyday expenses was the it's credit card. card right exactly and so that was the problem because i was literally working and i didn't have a car so i couldn't travel from mm-hmm. like you know i couldn't travel from lancaster back to do my other job that i had i was trying to find other jobs like on top of what i was doing already to make sure i can cover my everyday expense yeah um but it was really just whatever I had in the bank account. So. Yeah, no, that's you know that's where it's kind of tough, like you know being oh, at school. Oh, you're tough. touching the little thingy. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that's where it is kind of tough, especially if you're in school mm-hmm. and you're working to pay for your tuition. Like, how, what are you going to eat on? What are you going to do to buy supplies? Know. You know, like how are you going to afford TP? Mm-hmm. And. I actually had to sell like an old broken cell phone to like get like you know I was getting clever I was selling like old broken cell phone I was selling like computer things that's good like parts because you can still do that now you can sell your old broken cell phone to get money for it. you can't get a lot of money for it as much anymore today well, but you'd back, be surprised back like then with the, uh, the chip shortages and everything mm-hmm. you can actually the cell phones are actually worth quite a bit oh well maybe you should start doing that <laughs> I don't have any old cell phones lying around oh you don't. They're all back in California. Oh, I see. I think I'll I sell brought, my razor phone. I think I brought some with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to sell old cell phones, like to pay the bills and stuff, like because my parents, I love them, but mm-hmm. you know, well, yeah. it just it just was not accessible to finance my schooling plus mm-hmm. you know whatever else. Yeah. So. It was pretty much, I was on my own. Then when I got back, when I let, I was only there for like three months, I think. Oh, that's really One okay. semester, yeah. I didn't even stay there for the entire time. I was only there for like one semester. I came back, and then I was trying to find like a job, mm-hmm. and then I was like having a hard time, but I prayed about it one time, and then like I got a job the next day. Literally the day, <laughs> literally the day after, they want another, they want to, 
Bless okay. you. Sorry. I sent my resume through email, and then like the day after I prayed about it. <laughs> oh my word. Bless you. Wow. That <laughs> um, sounds great on the podcast. <laughs> I know. I that part out. Um, the next day I got called in for an interview because they were like, oh, my score was really high or something mm. was really, I guess, oh, no, I took a test as well. And they're like, oh, my score was really high. It was like, I, guess, I don't know why it was high, but it was super high. And so they called me in to like do an interview because mm. they were like really like impressed with the score that I got. But yeah, yeah, credit card is something you shouldn't like just play around with. And being older, as you, the older you get, yes. So <laughs> we're talking about like overall scheme of getting older and paying debt, not paying debt, but paying like expenses mm-hmm. as you get older. And well, that's what's that nice is that like you know you're never going to get any younger, but at the same time you can set good trends and habits and ideals for yourself that will help you guys get older. Mm-hmm. You know, like right now, you know, we're talking about like, you know, budgeting, like, you know, in 10 years, you're not going to look back and be like, well, I really wish I didn't budget, you know, you're setting like, you know, a certain pattern now and it's never too late to set a pattern that's good. No. You know, I think just recognizing the patterns that you want is going to be what sets you up for the next 10 years. And I might mean, you know, tighten the belt a little bit here. You know, I might mean like, okay, we're not gonna, you know. Eat out as much. We're not gonna eat out as much. We're gonna gonna really be conscientious of what kind of food we buy. Mm. You know, not splurging. Right, and I feel like Publix is just kind of expensive Mm. overall. Like, even when I That's a hustle. I'm kind of disappointed with Publix, if I'm being honest with you. I hate it. Okay, good. I was gonna say hate. I literally was gonna say the word hate, but I was like, that's such a strong word. I was, it's such a racket. It's horrible. And I signed up for their like uh, discount code with my my phone number, and I still get charged a lot. And it's like, well, one thing I will say about Publix is when I went to go get that twelve pack of seltzers. Yeah. They had a buy one get one free deal. Really. So it's a twenty dollar pack of seltzers, and you get one for free. And I was like, maybe I don't hate Publix. <laughs> but then I went to buy a bell pepper, and it was four dollars for a pepper. I was like, you can't do this to people. No. Yeah, so I really would like to find another place that's a little bit less expensive because, like, it's just crazy. We went shopping yesterday. We didn't even get that much items, and it was, like, $100. Like, it was under, a little bit under, very little. 96 yeah. 96 Like, $4 more would have been, like, $100. And it's, like, it's just, I mean, everything, inflation's obviously going up. But yeah, but, I mean, Publix is a special kind of evil. Exactly. And that's where we can probably start going to Trader Joe's. I think we should do what my mom did and drive the extra few miles go to the place where you can get a better deal there's also other places too there's sprouts there's sprouts I mean there's other places as well that like aren't public ripping off ripping you off you know what I mean they have, they, I've, we've gotten used to gotten used yeah. to mail letters in the mail for like places that were close by well some of the other places are just you know you look at the food and you're like oh you know mm-hmm. this might be poison. Yeah, and I heard Fresh Market is pretty good. I heard, obviously, Whole Foods is pretty good, but very expensive. Oh, I, if Publix prices, I don't even want to. If we're complaining about Publix prices, we're definitely complaining about yeah, Whole Foods I, I, prices. I think Sprouts is going to be our best bet. I like Sprouts, And yeah. we might have to end up, like, you know, just going for a bit of a journey to go to Sprouts and yeah. stock up on all our veggies. And we have to be really conscientious about what we buy and how much we buy. Yeah. And we have to kind of plan our meals around what we have. You know, because we have all these bell peppers. That's what I'm cooking up tonight. Because we gotta use them up, and also go bad. Yeah, we do. And that's like a twenty-five dollar investment for four. <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's wild. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
it's wild. No, but yeah, inflation's going up, and I think, uh, yeah, so my vision board, I put budget on it. We, you should make a vision, vision board again. Yeah, we should. Yeah, I'm sorry. Budgeting is on it, and just regular different things, but I'm now realizing that, like, in order to get involved, it's not just an overnight thing, which, I, <laughs> which I've always known. I've always known that portion, mm-hmm. but I feel like the actual budgeting portion took me a lot longer to grasp. Yeah. I think I didn't start a budget until I actually moved here. Well, that's when things got real, you know, like you don't have to really worry about budgeting when you have a roof over your head and you're living with your folks, you yeah. know, open the fridge and the food that's there isn't something you have to pay for necessarily. Yeah. That's one thing I do regret, like not regret, but I wish I'd done that sooner, but it is what it is. Yeah. It I is. mean, at the end of the day, you also do have to live your life mm-hmm. and you don't want to be like, you know, doing like Soviet Russia, Cold War era kind of meals of like mashed wheat and like whatever else they would eat out there. I don't know. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, I feel like that's one of the ways that people become, like, obviously, everyone always talks about it. Like, budgeting is hard to do, but you just have to just put it down one step by step. You gotta commit to it. Yeah, you gotta commit to it. Just take the time to just really just put everything out there as mm-hmm. you possibly can, and then you can at least have an idea, like, where you stand with your, yeah. like, what you can spend and what you can save, you know what I mean? And I think, you know, I also would like to have, like, a rental property. <laughs> just, just one. <laughs> I don't, I, I'm, not the t- I'm not the type of person who, like, you know, people like, I want to have a bunch of rental property. I just want to. I would like to just have one rental property. Oh, sweetheart, I would love to have a property of any kind. Right? Like, it's, I would like to live at my own property. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not quite there yet. Yeah, no, and it's, and that's what I'm, that's what I put on my vision board, is what I'm saying. Like, mm. my vision board, I just put, like, one rental property. I don't need a whole list. I mean, it would be nice if that happened. Yeah. But that's not, I would like to just have one. You know what I mean? I think yeah. I'm very, like, I'm, if I compare my vision board from the past oh, to now. Yeah. Oh, geez, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> My word, the, the thing that oh. I thought I was going to do. It's so funny, though. Like, all I, would, I, I remember, you're like, I must be an entrepreneur. I must make $1 million. I must be a best-selling author all by the time I'm 30. <laughs> and I'm like, people spend their entire natural lives accomplishing one of those things. And then we get all sad. And you're like, I did, I'm a failure because I didn't live four lifetimes in 30 years. <laughs> I think now that I'm older, I understand that like these things aren't just these things take time. Yeah, and it's not something that you can just you know work a few months and no. think that's gonna, it's gonna be an overtime situation. Mm-hmm. And it's also like you gotta love it. And I think that was a problem. Oh, you did not love writing your book. No, I didn't. You were like, this is a chore and an obligation. I go, just don't. Do it, but I must be a best-selling author by the time I'm 30. It's like, oh, okay. Well, when I was when I was younger, I really just had a very like I was very like oh I'm like I just I just had, well you were young. <laughs> I was young. I was young. Yeah. You know, you were, you're young and you just think the world is just you can do anything. Heck, I thought I was gonna own a house by the time I was 20. Really? I honestly thought that's how the world worked. When I was like a kid and a teenager. Like, I didn't understand what a six-figure number was. Yeah. I didn't understand that that's how much you got to put down. I just assumed you turn 18, you move out, and you buy a house. That's honestly how I thought it worked. <laughs> and then I turned 18, I'm like, oh, wow, that's I'm broke as hell. I guess I have to wait until I'm 25. And I turned 25, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> 
I mean, I think that like our parents could have done a, you know, maybe a different route on like preparing us for what the real world would have been like. You well, know what I mean? I mean but I think that like for the most part, they did the best that they could. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, I think there's two sides of that. Like, like Jordan Peterson, his approach and his view of parenthood is to prepare the offspring or the kids for the real world. Like, that's your whole childhood is your training ground. It's yeah. like, okay, pretty soon you're going to be out there on your own, and here's what it's like, and it ain't going to be easy. Yeah. But also at the same time, you know, your parents, everyone's parents, also wants to show love and affection and protect the child yeah. from that whole thing. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you're not going to sit down with, like, you know, Edward at seven years old, six years old, and be like, okay, buddy, listen up. In about 12 years here, a girl's going to come around and break your heart. So you better be ready for that. You can't do that. No. you got to protect them and let them experience life in a safe environment. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to make sure that they're ready mm-hmm. when time comes time comes to go out and fight in the world. You exactly. Know? And I think that's where like a lot of like really rich families, mm-hmm. they groom their kids to be their successors. Yes. You know, like the rich like dynasties and all this other stuff. They're like, okay. You are going to inherit everything that I've built, so you better be ready. Right. And I think that's why, like, from a young age, they're probably in the family business. Yeah. You know? And they're also a bunch of, like, little entitled, like, kids. And they're just like, uh-huh, I'm already inherit. And it's like, no, no, take a couple steps back. But they have this idea because that they're, because they're being groomed for success. They imagine that they're already successful. Yeah. And they're the, they're the worst kinds of kids you'd ever meet. Like, probably. they're just insufferable. We gotta figure out how to wrap this one up. Yeah. Um. Well, there's a bunch of things we t- like. It was a lot to talk about. Like we talked about what we talked about. We were all over the place. We were, but it was fun. Apartment talking, childhood raising talking, which we don't know anything about. We um, talked about debt. Situation. Debt, which we do know about. <laughs> Budgeting, which we don't know about. I know a little bit about. That. <laughs> <laughs> um. What it's like to have, like, you know, be a successful child. We don't know about that. We do know how we don't like them. <laughs> we also know, like, we talked about, like, you know, moving to a new place. And we like did that. talk. We did a little bit of complaining in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was fun. I already went in here knowing that I wasn't didn't have any objective or, like, strict no. topic I want to talk about. And that's sometimes the best way to do it. And maybe that's the lesson right there. Mm-hmm. Just whatever. Just have fun with it. Yeah. Well, if you guys enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed it, don't forget to like, um, leave a like, leave a comment, and um, that's it. Anything you want to say? That's about, that sums it up pretty darn well. Look, that, Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> I wish it was a subscribe button, but thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Oof.